when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Game of Thrones. The Walking Dead. Westworld. No, that's the West Wing. West, Westworld. There we go. There have been many podcasts which seek to analyse the complexities, the depth, the plot lines, the hidden story arcs, the beauty of these productions. Quite simply, the world doesn't need another one, which is why we're applying that level of discussion to the bottom of the televisual barrel and scraping it with a weekly celebration of The One Show! Welcome, here we are then with another hit of televisual smack in the form of The One Show. Slipping the soft stuff into your ears from a wrap of podcast. A podcast that walks behind BBC One's flagship magazine programme, kicking its leg to try to make it fall over. It's The The One Show Show. I am John Holmes. And once again, we're here to guide you through a week's worth of it all, picking at it like a parent with the remains of the food on their child's dinner plate on the way to the sink. This week then, the angry faces of the people of Birmingham, some children vanish, and Anita Dobson's disappointing goodie bag. Joining me this week to pull the one show's pigtails, but only because we secretly fancy it, is regular the one show show showgun and man Mark Haynes and film critic and broadcaster and also man Jamie East. Jamie East. Hello. Hello, Jamie East. So, first question, as always... Have you ever seen The One Show before we forced you to watch it for this? Uh, it's, it's, it's a bit like Scientology, where it's always in your peripheral vision, but you're slightly scared of it and don't really want to know anymore. So I, I, I've not watched it kind of actually staring directly at the screen before, yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's always been on. It's always like a ghost in the most hovering. And it, you forget how long it's been on. And it's hard to remember what used to be on before The One Show was on. Nothing. What I did mean, they have on on BBC One? I got. I mean, um, pebble. No, not. Pebble. Was it just sort of a, a black screen, which was better? <laughs> it was a, a man sitting in a suit doing pottery in silence. Yeah. It, it's it's been going for so long. Yeah. It, it's it's become 
I don't know. It's become one of those things that you, you're no longer angry about because it's just well, no, hard exactly. to remember there's a time no, when it no wasn't there. There's no point in being angry at it. Because it, because <laughs> it doesn't work. We've proved that. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't work. It's, you don't really know who it serves. It serves no one but the BBC. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's kind of just there and it keeps many people employed. So, I mean, but apart from that, I'm not sure it entertains anyone. I've not, the one thing I did notice from watching the past three days, like studiously kind of like watching it, yeah. is that... No one is having fun. No, no. Well, no. Matt Baker, I think, probably genuinely is. Because that's what is his... It's very passive-aggressive. He really though. is, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Should we start with Monday? Because yeah, we've all seen Monday. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. so this was the one with um, Jessica Hines and Anita Dobson. Knockout guests. Yeah. Hello to a couple of knockout guests. Hello to Jessica Hines and Anita Dobson. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> ho, ho. Because they've done a boxing film. Zing, zing. Oh, I'll save that one for the show reel. Oh, oh. And he did ask the first question Matt said to it. He said uh, they showed a clip didn't they have heard yeah. the boxing yeah. and he said how'd you get yourself riled up and she just it was a burn from Heinz Wasn't she it? just went well it's acting how hard is it to fire yourself up like that Jessica um, well I kind of I mean it's acting that completely threw what was clearly the next three questions on his card which was just like well <laughs> yeah. she's just going to say the same thing for that, <laughs> yeah, that. It was, thank it was, god we've got the question to Anita Dobson about what the Oscar bag is like <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise this section would have been absolutely fine. Well, they couldn't ask oh. her about Leslie Grantham could they <laughs> <laughs> which is disappointing in many yeah. ways I want her take on what happened to Leslie Grantham in a way. <laughs> you know talking about what used to be on we used to have Wogan was on that was you know, and true, I think yeah, that, yeah, that, that, yeah. that predates the actual yeah. start of the one show by quite yeah. a bit but had you had Wogan which I remember being on and hating it was yeah, so yeah, yeah. boring yeah. and so cosy yeah and for every sort of David Icke episode that you'd get you'd have seven years of bad shows yeah. but if it was Wogan and they'd had Anita Dobson on he A wouldn't have asked her about this non-existent fucking goodie bag from the Oscars <laughs> that she didn't get yeah. he would have asked him about Leslie Grantham yeah, 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 and, and that's, yeah. that's the yeah. change True. that's the thing that's frustrating about the one show is that they have the platform but they don't use it that's right there's, there's many instances of that this week actually there was something about what were they talking about when they had the guests from Shazam the new superhero yeah, film Zachary Levi oh, and that's Mark right. Strong exactly mm-hmm. that and they um, touched upon the fact that he's called Shazam and not Captain Marvel yeah which but was a huge legal kind of row didn't yeah. even mention no. the huge story as to why he's not Captain Marvel anymore yeah. which is kind of the meat of it yeah entirely. and that they just that's because they had a feature there. to get to which was talking about parsnip leggings <laughs> <laughs> I mean priorities priorities uh, what did you make of parsnip leggings it was just extraordinary yeah I mean it's just they go through this thing and, and it was it was fol- true or false is this a real superhero or is yeah. it a false yeah. superhero hero or zero so hero or zero that was it Alex yeah. really explained the rules of this for far too long yeah. Yeah. and she went it's basically true, true or false now Mark as you said before uh, you weren't aware of of Shazam in the past, so we're going to test your knowledge now of other uh, superheroes. So we're going to describe some of them yeah. here, just like Shazam, uh, some are genuine comic book creations, lost in the midst of time. Yeah, but lots of them we've made up, you see. Oh, um, yeah. So basically, we're going to play this game we're calling Hero or Zero, like true or false, all right? Okay, Audience okay. are going to help you out, they're ready. Oh, look at that. Yeah, we got it, we got it, we got it. And And the first two were clearly... Superheroes. I mean, just yeah. just abundantly. Red B. Red B. Uh, with although his sidekick was called Bum- Michael the Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, which was a bit of a curve. Mike the Bumblebee. <laughs> also, didn't, didn't the BBC's in-house 
computer company were called Red B or yeah, something. That's right, yeah, that's right. Was yeah. that right? Exactly. So yeah. I thought it was. I thought they just got it from that. But no, Red B, you're right. It was so, a so it's that. And then all of a sudden, Veggie Man came in. And <laughs> yeah. it was just like, oh, fuck off. An aubergine-coloured top here with parsnip leggings. Uh, we've got a defence mechanism of a magic carrot club. Uh, sidekick of Sprout Boy. Bearing in mind, lots of... Superheroes have been used to encourage children to eat the right food. Ooh. So, oh, um, spanner in the works. Would be Ooh. great if she were real. You're both going zero, uh, and we've got a few heroes, but majority zero, I think, in the studio. Uh, let's find out: Are you real? Don't be oh. No, she's not. Hey! If the BBC could have yeah. designed yeah. Uh, a superhero, it would have been Veggie Man in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, it was Veggie. It was with his side. No, actually, I tell a lie because the next one after that was Arm Fell Off Man. Yes, yeah, it that's was. right. <laughs> <laughs> Which they didn't have time to get yeah. to. Yes, but amazing. they explained it. And then she said, she said, oh yeah, but actually, a hero. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's real. Have we got any more time? <laughs> no. It's a shame. Arm fall off, boy. We never, we'll never know. Was he a hero or a zero? <laughs> Let's Arm put them out of the misery and say yes, he was real. He, he was, was a hero. Arm <laughs> fell off, man. I thought Red B and Mike the Bumblebee was shit. <laughs> Arm I, fell off, man. I thought she just made a mistake and it was Fallout Boy, you know, yeah. from The Simpsons, yeah. who named the band and so on and so forth. But oh, no, dear and I, all I was thinking was, and then the Sprout Boy Sprout was boy. Veggie Girl Man's mm. genderless, probably it's the BBC. Awful. <laughs> I, I think that's Matt, isn't it? What could be more ridiculous? Than a hero that just eats vegetables, you know. <laughs> well, farmer. They also didn't mention nicotine. Do you remember oh, nicotine yeah, from, from our youth? anti-smoking campaign. Yeah, yeah, it was right. wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Like a hat. He had a top hat shaped like a fag. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? Even as a kid, I remember being in like a, a doctor's surgery, and they had one of those posters up, and it was Superman looking very healthy yeah. and American, yeah. really going. If you could see inside this pathetic man's lungs, and I always, just as a British person, I don't know when it looks like Superman. Yeah. I knew a lot of people who. Look like, like nicotine, <laughs> and I used to watch it, and I'd go, "You know what? I find cigarettes in some way. I'm sympathetic towards them. I, I, I rather, How I rather warm to them." <laughs> and then I spent over twenty years smoking because right, of right. that, because of fucking Superman. Yeah, despite him, <laughs> there was a great handbrake turn here. I spotted two handbrake turns this week, so yeah. we always look out for these. Yeah, um, and and it was a it was it was a brilliant one off Shazam because um, they said now as we've seen, Shazam is all about a boy who transforms into an adult with amazing superpowers. Yeah. Uh, a bit like the young man that we've got here in the studio. Now, in a flash, he turned from a schoolboy into a successful businessman, and we sent him back to his old school to pass on a few of his own lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Julia Rayside, and I'd like to invite you aboard my podcast. Always There is the only podcast to navigate through every single episode in order of the 1980s seafaring soap opera, Howard's Way. I mean, if we're talking lacquer, we need to go back to Polly, who's got 28 cans of Elmet. It was definitely um, yeah. feeling horrible that you hadn't done your homework. Yeah. Obviously, Lynn is immediately in a bikini. It's, it's a freezing day in, I'm guessing, I February. I that swing pool looks f***ing freezing. You don't have to love Howard's Way or even remember it. We're going to talk about it anyway, because I think it's brilliant. Jack still feels very much at sea. I can't help reaching for these puns. I'm so yeah, sorry. No, but it's important. He doesn't really acknowledge how grave... What an ocean of trouble Thank you. It is. This is why we got you on your there bloody brain. That's all I've got. I'm leaving now. Available from your usual podcast supplier. Find us on Twitter at AlwaysTherePod. Somebody's nicked my bloody boat. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, it was. And, and they then did the VT, an interview with the most humorless human I, child I, that I've ever I, seen I'm, in my I'm life. Gonna, I'm going to come clean with you here. I loathed this boy. So did I. I did and, well. and let me make it clear. He's, he's 19. He's an adult. Yeah. I loathed the boy. I loathed yeah. the actual story. Yeah. I thought the fact it went out on, on the BBC without anyone going, well, you seem like a horrible capitalist. Yeah. I thought the fact that he uh, is, is portrayed as being this schoolboy entrepreneur who is clearly bankrolled by his father, exactly. which yeah, was never his dad, who was yeah. basically bold him. Yeah. Yeah. The whole <laughs> thing was clearly his dad's yeah. <laughs> idea. My name is Brandon Johnson. I'm 19 years old, a serial entrepreneur, and one of the UK's youngest millionaires. I mean, and they just you ought to buy this, you ought to buy that silver bullion, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, a, how old was he when he bought the silver bullion? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Began when I was on a trip to a World War II memorabilia fair with my dad. I saw a one-ounce silver bullion coin. Uh, it was a Britannia coin from the Royal Mint of England. I bought it, it was £18. I thought it was very cool. I then Googled its value and saw that it had risen to £30. Although it was only a £12 profit that I made, I saw that it was scalable and started selling in bigger quantities to people all over the world. By the time I was 13, I had made over £10,000 profit. So like like he went, oh yeah, I know what I fancy. Not buying like Transformer uh, toys. I'll buy some silver bullion yeah. and then sell it again. Look, no, you fucking it, it's one of those things, if you were going, I'm a kid, and actually I collected loads of Lego, and I realised I had some Lego figures that people wanted. Yeah. So I put them on eBay, and I realised if I bought more, I could make more money. Yeah. That's what a kid entrepreneur is. Yeah. This kid at 15 is importing from America a brand of water repellent, which he's then selling at a 150% markup. Yeah. From doing research online for new business opportunities, I recognised the gap in the market to import an American water repellent product to sell in the UK. 
I was making over 150% margin on that, which leads me on to my second life lesson of don't put all of your eggs into one basket. Right? Exactly. Though this is this is normal. This is what 15 year olds do. He is not do. the child Levi Roots. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> and also, he they then showed the film of him talking. He went back to his old school, didn't he? Yeah. To annoy the children in there, yeah. who clearly hated him as well. But they yeah. did you notice the interesting amount of cutaways that were clearly shot, not with, really while he with, was speaking, with, with the lad raising his eyebrows. The, raising yeah, the eyebrows yeah, was right. great. Yeah. Imagine yeah. he's just said he's earned a million pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas all of those kids were thinking, you shit. Worth house. saying as yeah. well, his school was in Mill Hill. There is one main school in Mill Hill. That is Mill Hill School, one of the country's leading independent schools. Yeah, yeah, you saw him walking into it. I was thinking, that does not look like a comprehensive. No, no. no. Do you know what no, it looks no. It looks like? The American Senate building. <laughs> and uh, again, how did he manage to create this yeah. wonderful sort of amount of money when all he had in his background was one of the world's most expensive schools yeah. behind him? <laughs> and then, then they even, I mean, there was a little hint as well because then he moved on to buying cars didn't yeah. he uh, at least there was an old Porsche and an yeah. old Mercedes I think uh, he was uh, doing. And they, they, they made the poor fucking mechanic who was probably on nine quid an hour yeah. kind of like sand down an, an old E-type or whatever Again, it was paying, in front of this 19 year old uh, paying kid. for it to be restored that is yeah. not a thing yeah. where I've made the money you've yeah. had the money because you've paid for it to be restored he, he said with, with the second car the Pagoda it was bought, and I'm not saying he bought it. It was bought for nineteen thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said uh, we had the restoration done. We, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and then he said, "But I've looked at it now. It's worth a hundred grand, and I've decided to keep it." Parts like this are appreciating in value at about ten percent a year. And since I have had it fully restored, I'm getting the best from my investment and have decided to keep it. But my dad also. Love classic cars. You've decided to keep a hundred grand car. Well, uh, let's make it clear: this is not business. No, is this, it? Is, this, this is just, this, this is, is just, just. There is money there. Just spending money, and you yeah. are keeping the things that your dad <laughs> li- is buying. The line was: "My dad loved classic cars, so I. This is why I got exactly. into it." No, your dad yeah. got into it. You're some sort of tax write-off, is what you uh, are. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're and the his, front man. His yeah. dad was Quentin Wilson on stilts. Wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he? And uh, got to the end, and so the, this this bit where he the, he then says. Uh, I'd noticed that uh, some neighbours had sold a plot of land on our road. Oh, my God. And I'd looked into how much the developers, the profit that they would make on that. Yeah. And I realised that if I built two houses there, that profit essentially could be mine. And so they had two houses, each selling for, I think, 850k. Yes. When they're yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. Uh, you, you bought a car for 19 grand. It's worth 100. Even if we say you're going to sell that, that's £81,000 profit, right? Yeah. Where has the money come from? Where it's can, come from your dad. This yeah. is nothing to do with no, you. I, I want to see all. the breadcrumb trail for this million pounds. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. also, 850k, he said, per house, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm building two of them, semi-detached. Look, what road do you live yeah. in <laughs> where two, a semi-detached house yeah. is 850,000 pounds? It's his road, isn't it? It is yeah. his road. It is. Yeah. It's <laughs> his dad's garden, is what it is. And he then, he then said, by the time I'm 21, I'll have a p- property portfolio worth 5 million pounds. Yeah. No. No, by the time you're 21, your dad has given you a property portfolio worth five million pounds. I'm going to email him the the uh, the, uh, the Wikipedia entry for inheritance tax. <laughs> he's going to get fucking spanked. I worked out how much the house would cost to build. I then worked out the developer's profit. Saw it was huge, so thought, why can I not do that? That was a year and a half ago now, and we're building two semi-detached houses. This 
is only the start. If everything goes according to plan, in the next 12 months, we should have another six houses being built, which would mean by the time I'm 21, I have a property portfolio of over five million pounds. And then, and then the little cunt, he said, they said, what do you want? You know, how do you, what would you like? You know, what would be your, your big achievement? And he said, I'd like to build a skyscraper and leave my footprint on the London skyline. Yeah, I know where I'd like to be. I, I mean, uh, we all probably wrote. I mean, the words I used were posh, little annoying fucker. I did yeah. write what a cunt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we all probably wrote the same. Do, thing. do you know the thing? I just, then I just the... wrote, I hate him. I, 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 hate, I hate. Do you know what? I, ha- I don't know who he is. No. I, I've seen him on television and he didn't really win me over. No. I'm, I'm not, I don't care about him. He, everything he represented made me feel physically sick. Yeah. When it cut back to the studio and everyone's applauding, yeah. everyone's applauding yeah. this child being the front for his father's business thing. And in some way, that's, that's cute on, and admirable. On prime time. BBC and wearing a fucking t-shirt that says disorder on it. What was that about? about? Are are your accounts disordered? No. (laughs) No. And he also did this, and I hate picking on kids. Uh, Well, actually, that's a lie. He's 19. He is 19. He's not a kid. He does this. He's got it. He had a, go back and watch it. And really annoying twitch in his eyebrow, (laughs) where it was, came across extraordinarily patronizing, where he's kind of like, you're talking to him, he'd be like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Where it's maybe kind of like, as if to say yeah you like a piece of that yeah. <laughs> maybe the cut away to the kid you'd, you'd like that the kid yeah. with the raised eyebrows the kid was just taking the piss out of him exactly. that might have been what was going exactly. on oh, he was dear. awful do you know what he reminded me of you mentioned Wogan he a little bit reminded me of that annoying antiques child that yeah. was on an episode of Wogan are you referring uh, to, to Lauren Harry to, to my sweetheart Lauren Harry yeah, yeah who then had a uh, who transitioned later on yeah. but when he then was yeah. on Wogan's James, and James Harris. Yeah, James Harris. Was that annoying? That yeah. was that annoying. Yeah. It was the same sort of television, British, and exactly, British. and exactly yeah. the same, uh, same kind of history as well. In being, a weird way, being forced into a into a path by yeah, an it was antiques, yeah. wasn't it? Let's meet this infant phenomenon, young James Harris. <laughs> Antiques always should have wear and tear, and they always used, used to have, um, they always should look old, and they always should talk to me. In a weird way as well, you watch that original bit of Wogan back, and you go, gosh, that was horrible, because all the audience are laughing at James Harries, who's been put in that position by a cynical media. Yeah. In this one, we were seeing a, a horrible venture capitalist at 19 who hadn't earned any of this, being applauded and treated like, you know, you are a special person. And both sort of advances are wrong. And they're sitting there with the adults and, you know, Zachary, uh, the guy who plays Shazam. Zachary Levi then talks Zachary about Levi. a 75-acre ranch that he's bought yeah. in Texas. I mean, yeah. massive. But also, then not not for any philanthropic kind of reasons. No. Just kind of like, yeah, I want to invest. It's, yeah. kind of, it's 30 miles outside town, but God, it's going to be worth a fortune. Well, well um, Zach, you've bought um, a bit of land, about 75 acres, haven't you? I did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. So maybe this is the guy oh, yeah, to give you some I'll tips. be hitting you up on Instagram like, hey, man, <laughs> welcome to build a skyscraper in Texas. What do you think then? What would be the best thing, Brandon, for Zachary to do maybe with, a, you know, 75 acres? Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let let me, let me, let me take notes. notes. Hold on. on. Here we go. All right. Hand it straight over. I'll, de- I'll deal with it. <laughs> and, I was like, what the fuck is going and, on? And, you know, Alex is like to this kid going, oh, you, you want to get a piece of that? And he's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 just with the straightest face, just just went to well, hand it over to me. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> well, you mean your dad? But okay, <laughs> fine. Yeah. Oh. But it, it was it. It served 
no, but I didn't know what it was promoting. I didn't know what it was kind of supposed to be encouraging. Because and that, and that was the same for almost every single VT I watched in these shows. Yeah, there was one which was basically an advert for the University of Warwick's. Uh, amplification department oh, whatever that yeah. was five thousand pound headphones yeah which was like what are you doing at the university of warwick dr duncan bilson is demonstrating just how basic the tech can be and this is simply a call that i wrap around my fingers sellotaped to a sheet of plastic which you take a magnet Apply the magnet to, and you get sound out of it. So that's a speaker. These, yeah. It was a classic week, uh, and as regular watchers of this, we know it was a classic week of off-the-shelf films. Yeah. So the, we, what our theory is, Jamie, is that, is that they've got a shelf full of these VTs that are, are non-time specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whether they can, te- they've got a database, so they can sometimes tenuously link them to the guest. And mm. they do. And they yeah. do. Um, or they just randomly go to them because they've got to use them up in a certain yeah, yeah, amount yeah. of time. So that's why you get these, uh, you know, the, the Warwick. But that is what that is why the one show exists, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. Just to use up stuff. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's Whether that's people, time yeah. or remix. angry faces <laughs> yeah. in Birmingham, directional speakers in Coventry, angry yep. people in Birmingham, when no one was angry. No, no, that was a weird. That, this was Matt Allwright's. Um, how it, it was about somewhere you can pay money to go and smash up computers in a yeah. warehouse. Yeah, with but you weren't told gear. where. You weren't told no. how. No, and that to me seemed like the crux of the film that you'd build up to that bit. It was yeah, called yeah. Let It All Out. That you'd say. People are angrier. Let's talk to people in Birmingham. They go, I'm furious. And you go, well, I'm going to take five of you to a place where yeah. you can get that anger Knock out. seven bells of shit out of that Dell. Yeah, and yeah. you yeah. go in and there's, there's stuff around and you smash it up. I am not by nature an angry person. I'm pretty zen, in fact. But if someone places you in a room with a pickaxe handle and a computer monitor, what are you going to do? Oh, yeah. Let's not get into whether that seems like something from fucking 2000 AD. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that seemed to be the way round that film yeah. should have gone. Instead, That's the narrative. They, they start point, with the yeah. exciting bit. Matt Allwright smashing Adele. And then he goes, I've gone to speak to the people of Birmingham to find out if they're angry. The answer is no. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. But then he just kept, make, show me your angry face, he kept saying to him. Show me your angry face. And these people just, you know, you can't really one call an angry but face. everything in that VT should not have made it through the edit. No. <laughs> No, you know what I mean? Right. The it's one almost, show. It's yeah. almost like they, they played the wrong bit because everyone's reaction was the one that you cut out. It's yeah. like, show your angry face. And I felt for Matt because he's a pro. Yeah. He, if anyone can get uh, a random expression out of a member of the public, it's him. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe it was because he wasn't on the back of a motorbike. Or so. I don't know why he'd lost his <laughs> yeah. kind of Samson-esque kind of powers. Yeah. But everything in there was lacklustre. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was Absolutely. Kind of like you would have just, yeah. if this was done for a commercial broadcaster, they'd have gone, fuck it. That yeah. is shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah, just, yeah. You, you should have, just write it You off. should have kept going until you got the reaction yeah. that we wanted yeah. them to, to get. Yeah, but it also stank of padding out because yeah. you don't need the faces of the angry people. The, as you said, the computer thing was the mildly interesting part of that mm. film. Yeah. And the, the guy he asked, um, who was a bit of a character, wasn't he? Um, what did you get angry about? And he firstly said Kardashians. Yeah. In a very camp way. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, and then they, they obviously thought, oh, hang on a minute. He's, he's, uh, We've he's got a life on here. He's endearing. Yeah. Look at him saying, oh, Kardashians. So, how angry are the people of Birmingham? What was the last thing that made you angry? Pop culture annoys me. The Kardashians annoy me. And then, it, and then he got angry about chicken and sweet corn sandwiches. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you could see the look of disappointment on Matt's face, but he it just kept like, going got, with yeah, it. Yeah, it was just kind of like, I've got nothing now. They didn't have my favourite sandwich in Tesco. What is your favourite sandwich? I like chicken and sweet corn. 
That's interesting because I that wouldn't make me angry. No, I see. It I, would, me angry. I just move on to tuna. Cut! Cut at the chicken and sweet corn. <laughs> yeah. Let us make our own mind up about that. Yeah. But then they extended this anger thing into this back into the studio, didn't they? Because they had um, so this was on this was Monday, Monday. Yeah. yeah. So they got um, uh, Jessica Hines and, yeah. and Anita Dobson, uh, and by now Paul Mayhew Archer, mm. um, the uh, writer oh. and producer. Holy shit! Yeah. Well, we'll talk about <laughs> but, but the button, the button. Then they got buttons like the buttons on QI that you hit that they wired up to make a noise. Yeah. And then they gave them a, a series of scenarios to see how angry it makes them. Yeah. But every scenario was just medium. That's what annoys the people of Birmingham. How about our guests? Now, we've got some buttons here, OK? Um, and we are calling it the scale of annoyance. So, have a go, have a go. Press them, see? Go on. Oh, yeah, see? Oh. So this starts off, oh, not bothered. We're going to go straight in, Jessica, with eating too loudly. Me too. There was no polarizing. No, there was no was kind of like, oh god, yeah, yeah. fucking Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was all kind of like, you know, oh, when, when cut being cut up on the motorway. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, well, everyone's just kind of like yeah, eating yeah. loudly. It's like no. Not really. And then people just, uh, but, but there was a good there was a good burn here from Matt, which tied in with the beginning of the program when Alex Jones's phone went off. And as ever, we are all over yes. the UK tonight, aren't we? We're going to be starting up in the very oh, northwest. Oh, sorry, my phone just went off. Let me turn it off. <laughs> well, that'll be all those wonderful people in the Outer Hebrides saying, "Is our film on?" It is. Sorry, sorry. It's probably Fiona Mackenzie. Well, it is. Her no, mobile went off during the broadcast. Yeah, but she, but she, but it went off. So then they made a thing of it. Then he, what did he say at the beginning? He was cross. Let's he make was, that clear. He, he, he made was, a cross face. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. And then he wrapped it right at the end again. During this, about things that annoy you, and he went, "Perhaps when you leave your phone." on during a live broadcast. <laughs> anyway, how about people who leave the phone on during a live broadcast? Uh, anyway, that's how we've got tonight. Oh, Matt, yeah, you've not... harboured that grudge for half an yeah. hour. Yeah, now yeah. that is a fucking callback. <laughs> <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> you know, probably leave the fucking mic on, won't you? <laughs> how do you sleep at night, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that then... Um, uh, got us into the... Uh, when her phone went off, got us into the Crofter's... Uh, yeah, Hebrides film. Yeah, wow. I know. Again, it's 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 these. I mean, nothing. I mean, the the lady that presented was was great. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, we're all jobbers. We all we're all hustlers. We would all do one of those because it's five hundred quid and it's a day out. Somewhere. Yeah, you've never been before. Yeah, you know, you get Carrie from fucking Fame Academy walking around Middlesbrough. Yeah. Right? <laughs> for it, a day. It was Aylesbury. Everyone, <laughs> everyone has a lovely day. Yeah. and and serves no purpose. And everyone goes home. And so that brings us to the close of part one of this week's The The One Show show. Part two will be wherever you get your podcasts tomorrow. Or we might leave it in a hedge like where you used to find porn. It will pick up exactly where this one left off, which, as ever, will be mildly confusing for around a minute. But if you've another minute to rate and review this podcast, wherever it is that you do that, then that would be lovely. Perhaps we'll get above number 200 in an obscure chart in the outer reaches of an iTunes algorithm. Great Big Owl. Hello, I'm Jack Beaumont and this is Crime Club, the podcast where I talk to people who have done terrible, terrible things, either immoral or illegal, ideally both. Fucking hell, mate. That's Crime Club. Oi, oi, oi. Crime Club. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.